From the Daily Northwestern, this is The Weekly. I'm Sam Burnett. It's week six here on campus, and while most schools are finishing finals, we're only halfway through our classes. This week, Northwestern's Hillel hosted Israel Week, so our episode focuses on the climate on campus surrounding the Israel-Palestine conflict. Later on, we have Week on the Street, but first, Molly Glick with the story. On college campuses, some things are difficult to talk about. Your financial situation at home, your secret boyfriend from UChicago, and, of course, politics. Nearly anything can become politicized, and Northwestern is proof of that, from the artists we host at Dillo Day to the food served at Frontera. Discussions about Israel can be especially divisive. Israeli Independence Day and Hillel's annual Israel Week spurred controversy on campus. According to co-chair Stephanie Bernstein, the week is not meant to be political. We can only prepare and anticipate that people will react to a conversation about Israel and or the Holocaust because it is a highly politicized topic. But our intention for the week is just to create an awareness and bring the things we love about Israel to campus, um, rather than necessarily taking a political stance. The celebration of Israel's independence has elicited reactions from campus groups. Northwestern's chapter of Students for Justice in Palestine hosted an international Israeli apartheid week in May 2015. At Northwestern, the conversation about Israel is far from static. I think Northwestern does have a very unique campus vibe when it comes to the conversation about Israel. We do have a lot of educated and socially aware students, and I think the conversation is ever-changing. Of course, this discussion reaches far beyond American campuses. At Hillel's event on Wednesday, I got to hear from Syed Kashua, an Israeli Arab journalist. There are a few chairs here. I get nervous when I see Jewish people standing. <laughs> that was Kashua. Right away, you could tell he was a comedy writer. Kashua wrote the series Arab Labor, which Bernstein told me is the Israeli equivalent of Modern Family. <laughs> Kashua said the show's title, Avadar Avrit, means Arab Labor. He chose it because of the undesirable jobs that many Arabs are forced to take in Israel. So Arab labor is a very bad uh, job, but it's also connected to the Budaivrit, yes? This is Zionist idea of uh, not, not hiring and not working with, with Arabs back then. We got to watch an episode of Arab labor, and the plot was pretty relevant. And so we'll be watching episode 8 from season 2. There's a reason that this episode talking about the Independence Day and mentioning also the Nakba. The Nakba is the Palestinian term of the catastrophe that happened to the Palestinian people since 48. And people would argue actually never ended. Like it's not that the Nakba happened in 48. They probably will have a Nakba day and some cookies and tea and they'll be sad for one day and that's it. But it's still in process. When Kashua refers to Nakba, he's talking about the Palestinian exodus during the 1948 Palestine War, when Palestinians were expelled from and fled their homes. In this episode, the main character, Amjad, is an Arab-Israeli journalist that thinks he's publicly participating in a rebellious Nakba ceremony, but in a comedic misunderstanding, he actually signs up for a Yom Hatzma'ut ceremony, which celebrates Israeli Independence Day. I know that few people, maybe one person in the broadcasting company was worried about the fact that we are talking about the Nakba, we are showing uh, pictures from the Nakba, and that you're not supposed to mention that. uh, The Nakba means that you you want to destroy the state of Israel or whatever, but uh, I was not worried at all because I'm using a lot of humor 
to talk about such a sensitive thing. For Kashula, humor is an important tool. It's a little bit humiliating actually to, to talk about it, but I knew very well that I need to use the humor in order to humanize the Arab character, in order to make some changes, in order to make the viewer think differently maybe about everything that he was taught in the education system and in the media and everywhere. It's not a lecture against the occupation and it's not a, a lecture about uh, colonialism and Independence Day. It's just a story of a family. He had a specific goal with this episode and relates to his overarching political views. I'm not talking about one state or two states. It's just to recognize the suffering of the Palestinian people and also the Palestinians would recognize the suffering and the history of the Jewish people. That would be a very good place to, to, to begin. But we have suffered uh, far from that. Inevitably, the boycott, divestments, and sanctions movement came up in the Q&A afterward. BDS is an international campaign that challenges Israel's presence in Palestine. And I'm not sure, and I'm not sure what I think about it. The economical boycott against settlements, I fully agree with that. But the academic and the cultural boycott, I, 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 I don't have a clear idea uh, what I think. Because it, it, for me as a citizen, it means also that I, I think it's somehow to boycott myself. Today, Kashua lives in Champaign, Illinois. He left Israel to escape political tensions and said he has acclimated to American society. And I bought a Jeep Liberty. I don't know why. Don't know why <laughs> what white people do. Um, start eating at the steak and shake and things like that. <laughs> For the Daily Northwestern, I'm Molly Glick. Thank you, Molly. We did reach out to students for justice in Palestine for this story, but they respectfully declined to comment. Every week we talk to you, Northwestern students on Sheridan Road, and ask you about current events. This week we talk to students about how the Israeli-Palestinian conflict is discussed on campus. My name is Ethan Salzberg, and I'm an RTVF senior. My name is Amanda Gordon. I'm a freshman in Medill. Elise Hausman, freshman and RTVF. Jeremy Jew, senior French major. Halal is putting on Israel Week to celebrate Israel's Independence Day right, and yeah. Holocaust Remembrance Day. We're asking people how they feel about the climate on Northwestern's campus in regards to this topic. I think that it's something that people either tend to avoid or want to have a very passionate conversation about. No one really wants to just talk and learn about the different sides. I think it's super, super polarizing. So people usually don't try and get into a conversation about it. I think it's very healthy and very normal to have two different sides pushing different things and especially doing programming and bringing in speakers and opening up the floor to discussing these very polarizing topics. So I think it's very cool that there are two weeks going on. I think sometimes at Northwestern, these events can be very divisive when it comes to certain people losing friends. I think it's hard to kind of paint yourself as a progressive and like denounce SJP and denounce all these other groups. It's, it's really hard actually to be politically engaged and remain kind of neutral on the Israel issue. You have to hear everyone's voices and like you can't just denounce SJP with broad strokes as radical, you know, you have to kind of just listen and it's such a sensitive nuanced issue that I really think the most important thing is to hear all sides and then kind of come to a decision. From what I can gather it's an issue that can touch some nerves so I feel like there's a lot of room for conflict when it comes to discussing these issues. Do you think so. that there is an inherent bias on Northwestern's campus towards one side? 
Hillel, who runs Israel Week, actually did a pretty good job at presenting speakers that represented both sides, but I think obviously there's an inherent bias within the Hillel community, but also Muslim student organizations. I think both sides are kind of guilty a little bit, but I think that we should really just strive to build more coalitions and dialogue. I think at Northwestern especially, people are politically woke to a certain extent, but I also think that I try to put myself in spaces where I can hear opinions that might be different than mine, and that helps shape my perspective. All I do know is that there seems to be a large Jewish presence on campus, and I know that a distinction you have to make is that not all Jews are pro-Israel, so it's very difficult for me to say. Do you personally think a lot about this? Is it something that you care about? It's definitely something I care about because I am Jewish and my grandfather likes to send me a lot of articles about the importance of Israel. There are problems on either side and there are super messy, awful things that both sides are doing and super messy things that we as America are doing, like intervening. Yeah. But also there needs to be a solution. I think that this is something that people should care about. I don't think it has to be the center of politics and student life on campus. And I don't think it means that people should be losing friends and losing sleep. Some people are getting mistreated out there, whether it be on one side or the other, whether it be currently or in the past. So very complicated issue with lots of people getting hurt. But yeah, I think it is important and I am sort of invested in it. That's all we have for this week. Thanks to Molly Glick, Natalie Shalotti, and Marissa Hatler for reporting, and Hannah Collins for producing. The music was provided by Poddington Bear. Make sure to like and subscribe on iTunes if you want more quality podcasts from the Daily Northwestern. Thanks for listening and tune in next week.